As we read the gospel records, we read eyewitness accounts of the life and ministry of the Lord Jesus. In a sense, the gospels are just the beginning of Christ's work. The adventure continues in the book of Acts. In this study with Scott Pauley, we consider the continuing work of Christ through the Holy Spirit, who works through the apostles and the New Testament church. Now, let's get in on the adventure. Relationships are so important, and in every relationship, uh, you are either a refresher or a drainer. I mean by that, you're either sapping strength from someone or you're giving strength to them. And I don't know about you, I want to be a refresher, not a drainer. We're studying one of the great refreshers of Scripture, and that is Barnabas. We were introduced to him uh, way back in Acts chapter number 4, and we've decided to take just a little detour and uh, concentrate on his life for a few days. In Acts chapter 4, we found that this son of consolation encouraged the needy. Then in Acts chapter number 9, we found that he encouraged a new believer. That's important. Today we turn our attention to Acts chapter number 11, and we discover that this man was actually an encouragement to the entire church. Dear Lord, give us some Barnabases. <laughs> give us some encouragers in the local assembly. I remember hearing someone say years ago, be nice because everybody's having a hard time. There's a lot of truth in that. Everybody's having a hard time, and everywhere you go, people are struggling. And I think one of the great ministries that is so valuable and so necessary at this time among the Lord's people is the ministry of encouragement. So listen to Acts chapter number 11, verse 22. Then tidings of these things came into the ears of the church, which was in Jerusalem, and they sent forth Barnabas that he should go as far as Antioch. So he's a trustworthy man. He, he's the appointed man, selected by the church, uh, entrusted with this mission. Verse 23, who when he came and had seen the grace of God was glad and exhorted them all that with purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord. What a verse Acts eleven twenty three 23 is. Then it gives a description in verse 24 of his nature, his character, and I'll remind you, it's really not his nature because he's a sinner like all of us. It's Christ's character, God's nature put in him. The Bible says, For he was a good man and full of the Holy Ghost and of faith, and much people was added unto the Lord. What a list. He was a good man. We know that's Christ created. He brings every good thing. He was full of the Holy Ghost. And he was full of faith. By the way, those two things are always connected in Scripture. We found them earlier in the book of Acts, uh, that uh, being full of faith and being full of the Holy Ghost are really flip sides of the same coin because the faith life is the spirit life, and the Holy Spirit operates in and through those who are willing to believe God. But what you're getting here is a picture of a man who was an encourager and an encourager of the church, and I would even argue of every church he went to. Because he's sent from his home church to another group of believers, and when he gets there, he encourages them. You know, encouragers are to be exhorters. Hebrews 10 talks about exhorting one another. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. Are you an exhorter? You may not give an exhortation from a pulpit or a lectern, but do you exhort when you go to church? People go to the house of God, and they want to hear some good thing. They think that comes from the platform. I want to tell you that when you go to the church house, uh, you ought to hear some good thing, and you ought to speak some good thing, but don't wait on it to come from the pulpit. Uh, speak a kind word. Be a blessing. 
be an encourager. Now, think how God used this man. Uh, look at what would happen in the church at Antioch uh, through his ministry there. You see, when we come together as a church, it's not just to, to get something ourselves, it's to give something. And it's not just for us to feel better. It's for us to point other people to the Lord. Uh, wouldn't it be a wonderful thing if we had more believers like Barnabas in the local assembly? We read on in verse 25, Then departed Barnabas to Tarsus for to seek Saul. So he's unselfish. With all the blessing, he didn't keep it to himself. Remember, he had already encouraged Saul, helped Saul, helped Saul get started. What's he doing? He's seeking Saul again. He wants Saul to get in on this. The Bible says in verse 26, And when he had found him, he brought him unto Antioch. And it came to pass that a whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people, and the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. Barnabas didn't keep this to himself. He included Saul in all of this. I love that. I think it is fascinating and of note that it was in this place at this time with Barnabas and Saul where the disciples were first called Christians. Now, who is the true son of consolation? Jesus is. And so the more Christ is formed in us, the more people say they remind me of Christ. That man looks like Christ. That woman sounds like Christ. That was Barnabas. Barnabas lived like Jesus. He was one of Christ's men. And because of that, many people were added to the Lord. And there's a definite connection there. I wonder, who's being added to the church because of Christ in me? Who's being added to your church because of the work of Christ in and through you? Be a good person. Somebody says, well, I'm trying to live a good life. <laughs> Wait a minute. This good man spoke a good word. And if you really want to be a good man, be a good woman, speak a good word to others. Uh, Proverbs says, a good word maketh the heart glad. Uh, Proverbs says, a word spoken in due season, how good it is. Proverbs says, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. Sounds to me like a good word makes quite a difference. And I'll tell you, in a wicked day and in discouraging times when other people are quitting, some Barnabas has to exercise his influence or her influence and say, by the grace of God, right where I am, I'm going to exhort and encourage the local church. I'm going to do right what I can right where I am. I love this expression that he was glad. He was a rejoicing Christian. You know, joy is not to be enjoyed. Joy is to be shared. And if you're really enjoying the journey, bring somebody else along on that journey with you. If you, if you really are glad-hearted, then share that gladness with somebody else. That is exactly what Barnabas did. Let me give you a few practical applications right where you are with your church. Why don't you call someone this week that's been missing? Check on them. Why don't you invite a family to your home for fellowship? Somebody not that can do something for you in return. Somebody you can just show the love of God to and minister to. Now speak to build up, not to tear down. Uh, adopt someone younger that you can invest in in your assembly. Uh, have prayer today with somebody who's struggling. Just yesterday, just yesterday, in two different phone conversations with men that didn't even know each other, in those conversations, both of those men said to me on the phone, could I pray for you before we hang up? And they both prayed for me. It ministered to me. It encouraged me. It exhorted me. Sometimes uh, not saying, I'll pray for you, but just stopping right then and there and praying makes all the difference. 
Allow the Lord to use you right where you are to be a good person, full of the Holy Ghost and of faith. Exhort and encourage God's people in your local church. You know, Barnabas was a humble man. He really was. R.G. Lee said, Barnabas played second fiddle, but he played it so well that the kingdom of God made progress. He rode second in the gospel chariot, but he did it with such humility and joy and gratitude that heaven will forever rejoice. I say amen to that. And maybe you have to play second fiddle. And maybe you're called on to ride second in the gospel chariot, but could I encourage you? Do it with gladness. Do it with grace. Share the goodness of God with others today. Speak a good word in due season to someone that needs to hear it. And let the Lord use you, like Barnabas, to encourage his people in the local church. The same is true today as it was then. The Lord is at work in this world through His Holy Spirit, drawing people to Himself. What a privilege as God's children to be a part of what God is doing in this world today. If you'll visit enjoyingthejourney.org, you will find many resources that will equip you as you walk with the Lord. You will find previous podcast series and episodes, full-length Bible messages, and a topical search engine that will aid you in studying Bible subjects. If this podcast is a blessing to you, we hope you will share it with a friend. Be sure to join us on the next episode of this continuing adventure through the book of Acts. Acts.